Bless the Lord. My name is Apostle Dr. Antonio E. Wright, Senior Pastor and Founder of Kingdom Expectations. You are now preparing to listen to Kingdom Expectation Ministries podcast. We pray that you be blessed, encouraged, and enriched as you listen to the Word of God. I probably got all of my energy out before we started service. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I got to stop doing that. I'd be all excited. You know, I get to see y'all. I don't get to see y'all. You don't see nobody doing the week with me. <laughs> Other than my wife, of course. And I'm always happy to see her. But you know, I be trying to see everybody, man. Anyway, let's, let me stop. So look, I don't know how I'm going tonight. So my wife can tell you I have issues. So y'all just pray with me uh, because I want to make sure I stay structured. Structure is, is, is still strange. It's, it's still different for me. And it, it's kind of odd. I, I ask God questions. And, and those of you that are here, those of you that know me might understand this. I ask, if you know me for at least three years, you know, I've a, I ask God questions when, and one thing I know about God, he's a pattern God. Yeah. So I ask God questions about the patterns he have me in. I ain't think about y'all. The patterns, <laughs> and I don't mean that negatively. I ask God about the patterns he has me in as far as teaching. Yeah. Uh, because I've always been a rever- revelatory type guy. Mm-hmm. Give me one sentence. It's gone. Show me one dream. It's gone. I see your life. I see your lifestyle. I see who you talk to. I know who you talk to. You tell me stuff. And I don't say that to be witchy poo. That's just the prophetic in me. Uh, I don't see as clear as my wife do, but I, I hear things. And so when I say things, people be like, well, who you been talking to? Nobody. I've been talking to the Lord. I wish you quit talking so I could. T- <laughs> so if I share certain things and, and I'm mindful of that, so then he still has me on this pattern. And, and I'm, I'm thinking of conversations that say, well, this is just foundational. We've had all this. Here's what I understand about God. And here's what I understand about Jesus. Everything that Jesus taught in the New Testament was foundational. He only went back. So here's what happens to the church. The church gets so holy and so deep. What they fail to realize is everything that Jesus taught is in the Old Testament. He said, I didn't come to change the law. I came to fulfill the law. I came to give you grace. So I go through these issues. You just have to pray for me because I'm still dealing with prayer and the purpose and power of prayer. And, and so I'm like, so God, why are we doing this? My next series is going to be on the Holy Spirit. I'm like, God, and did, did we interchange in the Holy Spirit? At Bible study. Isn't it amazing how God is healing in Bible study? I mean, who's stuck on stupid and leaning on dumb? Who wouldn't want to go to church like that? You mean to tell me that we on Zoom and and, 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 and social media, and we getting healed on social media without, without anybody having to order a cloth? Uh-huh. <laughs> that was straight shade, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, you ain't got to get a bottle of water. You know what I mean? Send me $25, I'll send you this anointing cloth, and we pray God that he move. And all we got to do is just say receive. It's just so, I'm just watching. <coughs> Excuse me, that's not Coronas. I'm just watching Psalm 91. I'm just watching God do some incredible things. And, and so I got two different points as far as I want to go tonight into the authority of prayer, but I think I need to go into the main covenant as we get into the authority and why he gives us this authority. And I'm understanding even more and more. So I was having issues this morning. So I'm understanding even more and more because, and I'm asking God, this is me asking God, if you don't mind, I'm asking God, why us? Because I always want to know what there has to be a purpose that you're taking us back to bring us up. God, I love that right there. 
There has to, there has to be a reason. There, there has to be something special. There, there has to be something tangible that you want us to be prepared for. There has to be a reason why uh, out of all the, I don't know any other churches that does this in this particular area. There has to be a reason that we do first fruit offerings. There has to be a reason that I teach the Jewish side of the Bible. There has to be a reason that I talk about giving as much as I do. There has to be a reason I talk about leadership and investing as much as I do. It just don't come by happenstance that there has to be a purpose behind it. And sometimes we sleep and miss it, but there has to be a purpose. There has to be a reason that we're dealing with prayer again. Because sometimes we pray and we don't get answers, and you can lie if you want to. You get frustrated. At least I do. I don't know. Y'all holy, but I'll be like, what the world? What, what I, did I miss it? And then, and then sometimes I, I judge myself and judge myself, forgetting the fact that it's not by works, it's by grace. If he can make an ass talk, I know he can let me talk. Yeah, he wasn't a mute. He was calling ass in the Bible, so don't, don't get if, if he can talk, I'm quite sure I could say something. That makes somebody that's just so these are things I these are things that I that I go through. I feel like my shoestrings getting loose. Don't fall off my shoe, my friend. So, so and so I, I wanna I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I need to slow down back. <clears throat> Breathe. Well, that felt pretty good right there. <laughs> you ever do this? Just so I'm going to prayer, <clears throat> but I, I guess it's a testimony. You know, Elder Kathy talked to me yesterday, don't never give me a conversation like that and I ain't ready for it. You know, because I ain't know what to say to her. And then she sat on the step, I said, oh, she want to talk. I got to go, but I'm going to talk because, you know, I like running my mouth. Don't y'all say nothing. <laughs> I don't care. I like running my mouth. You got a problem with running my mouth? Eco bullshit. <laughs> so she want to talk. I know she want to talk. And then she tell me about suffering. So I'm like, so what do you want me to do? You want me to get happy? Didn't I say that? <laughs> you want me to get happy? You were, you just came back. <laughs> How am I supposed to feel? So I'm sitting up here like, don't say the wrong thing, doc. Don't say the wrong thing. Don't be, be the apostle today. Oh, she boo boo. She da Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be. So I'm like, hmm. Okay. So my problem is the release. And it's not a release. So then I'm sitting there, so last night, I'm not talking to you. Last night, I'm talking about you. Last night, I'm talking to Doc and his president. So last night, I was supposed to send her this text message and say, dear daughter, you know I'll support you, whatever you do. It's 10.30, I ain't texting nobody. I get up this morning and I start watching plans and purposes. I start seeing a bigger picture. Not that I didn't think it was a bigger picture. There's always a purpose in the plan. I'm still not saying I agree. Don't get it slighted. But that's my child, so I have to support. But I'm supporting because I still see something bigger. Because me and my wife have said this months ago, and I've talked to some of y'all in here before. I said, ministry is not ministry the way it used to be. Amen. Ministry won't be a full church. Amen. Ministry is social media. The truth of the matter is the sad part about it, as much as I love people, <clears throat> the sad part is half of my membership is going to be on podcasts. Half of my membership is going to be on Facebook Live. Half of my membership is going to be on live stream. The connection between us and them is going to be their time. But I'll probably never see half of them. So here's the stupidity and the irony behind the whole thing. She'll be our first social media member. 
you know, I, you know, stupid. I'm stupid like that. So I'm sitting here thinking like, well, I'll be doggone. <laughs> now that dog will hunt. We straight up cooking with gas. She will literally be, because what did she say? You, you have no, I tell people, so people say, well, you know, I can't catch the service. Why not? Why well, can't come abroad? Oh, we got podcasts. We got Spotify. You know, excuses are like, we got. Matter of fact, if you got Facebook, you can go back and listen later if it's important to you. Hello. Now I'm not gonna do like my other child say, put live or replay. If it's important to you, you're gonna make a remark. If something touched you and you replayed it, like my girls in Oklahoma, is it Oklahoma or Arkansas? Oklahoma, them sisters in Oklahoma be, they be hitting stuff five days late. And I'm like, which message are they listening to? <laughs> and then they'll text me and say, thanks for the, thanks for the message, pastor. Ooh, which one are you? <laughs> which message, so, 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 so the awesome thing is the plans and purposes of God. He sets us up and we don't even realize it. So we have our first social media member because she still has access. Now, my whole concern was the fact that don't lose access. I'm sorry, I'm stupid like that. Whatever you do, I wouldn't give a flip. Don't lose access. You go to Japan, you better get a podcast. Who would want to lose this kind of access? Let's be dumb. We come back, we reunite. Not only do they move me, but they pay my relocation and they find me a place. I don't brag about us. This is facts. You know, what's that preacher name back in the day? Uh, Red Mike. Red Mike had it wrong. It's not the coin, but you can't lose with what we use. Because it's all about the kingdom. If you seek first the kingdom, he says, I give you everything once you put me first. Once you put me first. Not your mama, not your daddy, not your sister, not your brother, not your grandkids, not your great grandkids. You know, I got all of them. Once you put me first, I give you anything you desire. But I have to be first. And once you do that, what does he do? He gives you checks that you don't even know about. I didn't feel like going there tonight. He gives you. You don't even expect another check. He just said, well, what the heck? There's a loophole. Get that to him. Ah, they can use this too. Because if your hand open, yeah, yeah. he going to fill it. Yeah. And if you keep doing like this, he going to keep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to help. So people say, don't start talking about giving. Giving is how I live. I live to give. I ain't stuck on stupid. And I show them what we leaning on done. Every time I turn around, I shoot. And my hand stay open. Whatever, however you want to blame me, Lord. How you want to blame me. I'm good with it. Cause I'll make sure, I'll make sure, and I'm gonna say this is shadow. Let me get so today, cause I, I do a certain thing. My goal is 90% tie. I ain't gonna tell you what I'm doing now, but my goal is 90%. So even the day when I gave, see, God be, I don't, I'm not gonna say he tests you. I don't, why did I get on this? I need to get up here. I ain't gonna say he tests you, but it's kind of funny. So I got a, uh, I got a priestly offering and a tithe. So I'm, you know, I don't know, I don't understand how people give you $45.50. Y'all pray for me, okay? You need to just round that off, right? <laughs> Make that a whole number. 
And so I'm, I'm just saying, and, and trust me, there's a lot of people to do it, but I'll be, I'll be wanting to say, just round it off. Just round. Just, so I'm sitting up there tonight. Yeah, because what I said, how I do. Well, I'm sitting up there tonight, so I got this. I said, okay. And then, so, and, and the, me and the Lord talking, y'all talk to him. So me and the Lord talking, I'm like, but I want to, I, I need to get another percent in. I need to get another, another increment. In. I need to get another, another increment in. So just that quick, he said, add a five. Ah, uh, you're testing me. You're testing me. I'm past this. Okay, cool. Then he says, do that on each one. This is me and God. I don't know how y'all talk, but this is me and God. This is me. So you know what's getting ready to happen, right? Because I know what's happening now. That 50% coming up, he just keeps saying, and people say, Doc, how, why you, why you, how you getting all that? Did you get us? So now we have a, now, now Mateo's gonna really be stupid. I'm finna mess ahead of him now. I, you know, I love it when God talks to me while I'm ministering because I start seeing stuff. I'm about to blow up in this motor school. I'm doing everything I can. Wouldn't it be amazing if she sit in her house, in her apartment, and she have all her chaplain friends over, and next thing they know, they'd be having video church on Saturday. Uh, there you go. There you go. There you go. That's a whole nother country. Why y'all tripping? She the pastor. That's called a satellite church. Huh? I'm about to run through the window. Y'all don't even understand that. <laughs> that's called a satellite church because that's how she is. You know, she's going to talk to somebody in the neighborhood because somebody's going to walk Abby. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to be walking Abby. Jesus. See, she done got happy. Well, there we go. <laughs> see, see, so I'm saying. We just wait till she make that ruin. Yeah, yeah. See what I'm saying? I'm just... See that corner get hot, don't it? You never know. You never know how God sets stuff up. You just have to sit. I mean, you know, yesterday I had some issues. How <laughs> you gonna tell me this? I'm delivering food. Only hearing about you leaving. What's wrong with you? And I'm having some some issues. I'm going back. God said, move up. I said, all right, yeah, you did teach me that, didn't you? Can you give me about thirty seconds? <laughs> You got to see a bigger picture. It's bigger than us. It's so much bigger. We just have to let it go. So much. Let me, let me go. Let me. So I'm about to preach it. I ain't got no watch on. What time is it? 8.12. So I have what? 25? How many minutes I got? I got 18 minutes. Watch me. Take 25. <laughs> you should have known. How you going to tell me how long I got? See, deacons be getting devolved. De he be he be duking instead of deacon. So 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 I'm gonna just do this first part if I can see. I can't see now, cause I just saw a whole nother mission. I just saw a whole nother, I just seen a whole nother. Just pray for me tomorrow. The day might be too late. I just seen a whole nother. That wasn't even prophetical, was it? That's factual. Watch and see. See, I just heard Jeff. I just I just heard I just heard. I just heard, I just heard, I just heard Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, in, in all the times he prayed, 
for two hours and think somebody got a message. <laughs> and we'd be like, no, bro, we're just waiting on you. We tired. But he always said, watch and see. He said that. He'd been saying that for, for 30 years. <laughs> he said that because, see, here's the funny part. I could talk about him because he ain't here, so he won't be looking at me crazy. Are you looking at me on TV? <laughs> the funny part is when he first came to church, he was taught that you had to pump up the Holy Ghost before you spoke in tongues. See, he met the wrong people. And you know, he always said you had to be all fired up and charged up. Man, please, I got time for all that mess. And I think it was, it was mom that laid hands on her one day. <laughs> she said, just release it. That motor school has been happy ever since. <laughs> We'd be sitting there, he'd be gone. Y'all get anything? No, bro, we tired. <laughs> but when he first started, he said, watch and see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ever pay me any attention. There's certain things I still listen to. And there's certain things I still ask God. I'm still watching. I'm still watching. Now we just pull the satellite ministry. You don't even know. And you don't know how soon, or how, how, you don't know how soon it'll happen. Yeah. Watch and see. <laughs> and I say this and get back to it so I can finish this word. And the ones that talk loud and said all manner of things, I pity the fool. It keeps coming against God's anointing just because it wasn't packaged the way you wanted it. I still say Peter was a cutter and a cusser, but he told Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell cannot come against it. Just, just ain't going to happen, and you have to be mindful of that. That's why I always tell people, be careful who your friends are, because I still say your enemy is my enemy. I'm not going to be around anybody that don't like you because I don't need them to be comfortable and say the wrong thing because I'm going to jail. Now, they got to get hit. Somebody got to lay hands on them. With, with passion. Like when you hit them, make sure you pull some teeth out. <laughs> yeah, that's Peter. Peter be coming out, don't he? I mean, don't just hit him, just slap and pull at the same time. I bet you won't talk about him no more. <laughs> I should not have came to church today. <clears throat> so, so let me try to get this at 18. Can we do it? So, so in dealing with prayer, what we consider intercession, I want you to understand as I get ready to go into this piece about the authority of prayer. I'm still dealing with prayer, its purpose, and its power. It's just a series. I don't know which number we're on. Just follow it. Uh, but before I get into the authority, I want to go Old Testament and show you how we lost the authority. And this is the authority we have, which is why even going back over the Holy Spirit, I taught that in 95 and 96 on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I've, I've taught it uh, interchangeably through the years, but I based it 95, 96, and I went back 2021 and found out something I missed. Because something I missed because you get sidetracked and the plumb line gets dis combobulated, I started praying for people to get healed. I don't have time to pray for you to get healed. You've already been healed. God says, receive your healing. You binding and loosing. He said, for what? When I died on the cross, I gave gifts unto men. Healing is a gift. Receive your healing. If you give into the ministry, if you sow into a man or woman of God, receive your double portion. Receive your Abrahamic blessing. 
mom, baby girl, Dr. Patricia, prophetess, whatever you want to, most of y'all don't even know she got two doctor degrees. Whatever you want to call her, what does she say? The blessings of Abraham be upon you. The simple as that. She don't say, I pray to, she just say the blessings of Abraham be upon you. Why? Because they're already yours for asking. Deuteronomy 28, declare, decree, receive it. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. When I move with a wheel in the middle of the wheel, I'm blessed. Just, just receive it. So, so in dealing with that, there's some, some covenant things that we have, and we miss it. One of the things, the fact that the, a particular spiritual law of intercession is that any time you approach God, it has to be based on his covenant. If we look in the covenant, we see the, the word testament. Now I'm going to rush it. Testament is an English word for a will or a last will and testament. So, but the biblical word for testament is covenant. It's covenant. What is a covenant? You have a first and second covenant. You have an old and new covenant. You have an Old Testament, New Testament. It's dealing with a covenant. A covenant is between at least two entities. When you give to me, I covenant with you. When you sow it to my wife, when you sow it to the ministry, because the ministry is me. I am the organization. God, I love that. I am the organization. So I covenant with you. You don't even understand that. That's higher than Church of God in Christ. Church of God of, of prophecy, Church of God of this, they have hierarchies. I am it. So it, it, that's not going through a channel. I am the channel. So when you sow into the kingdom expectations, you're sowing into this covenant. See, you got you to catch that. You got to catch that. You're sowing into this agreement. What is that agreement? Whatever God gives me, he gives you. God, that's it right there. Does that mean I'm raising up a bunch of apostles? No. But does that mean you can walk in that anointing? Yes. Does that mean signs and wonders can follow you? Yes. It'll rest heavy on me because I'm his called one. I'm his set one. But you still have to flow in some gifts because you're covenant. You're covenant with me. The same blessing he bestowed upon me, he'll bestow upon you if you receive it. God, just, just, right, just, just receive it. I just gave her a ministry. I didn't say she was a pastor. I said it's a satellite. How many more satellites are we going to have? Ooh. Ooh. Did I hear 100? I heard that. That's in the back. That's four years in the making. Five years. How long y'all been there? Five years? That's grace. That's, that's a word coming from the babe that said I never come to church. Y'all need to understand the conversation we had. I'll never come to your church. I think you're going to change. Here's what I need for you to understand about her. Here's what Maria did. When she first met me, she decided to study what an apostle was. And she texted me. She said, dang, Doc, you got a big job. I said, how you know? <laughs> she sent me this snapshot. She said, I've been studying about apostles, prophets. So you and mom are pretty heavy. I said, we all right. Keep studying. Because you got to know them to labor amongst you. Now the babes in Christ hollering a hundred. That's fulfillment of a prophecy. Watch and see. <laughs> Watch and see. Watch and see. I should have preached that tonight. Watch and see. Y'all have started another prayer meeting. So there's a, there's a covenant, and it has to be at least between two entities. Uh, God and a nation, a group of people, or an individual. A covenant has blessings and conditions. Give me a... Uh, Peanut butter and jelly. You know, I ain't going to do this. Somebody said they're hungry. What'd you say? <laughs> a sandwich? 
Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to walk for a minute. I got I to get this out of my system. <laughs> we still deal with prayer. The purpose and power of prayer. I'm dealing with what we lost. Next week, I go back into the authority. So I'm dealing with what we lost. We have common sense to know we have it now, but I'm dealing with what we lost so you actually know what you have. Next week, we'll deal with how the blood of Christ brought that back into your life. So a covenant is between two entities, but what a covenant does is has blessings and conditions. In other words, there are promises for following the covenant. There's, there's promises. So when I stand here after 31 years, I stand on promises. Yeah, I stand on promises. When God say pastor full time, I stand on promises. When God say teach on prayer, I stand on promises. When God said, <laughs> I'm going to throw this at you. So I was listening to something about DMX today. Yeah, I like him. Uh, I don't know what happened. I've heard one place say it was a drug overdose. And then somebody said it was a heart attack. Here's, here's one of the things DMX said. Makes sense to me. DMX said, I trust everybody. He says, a lot of work not to trust people. I said, you know, you got a point there. He says, but you got to trust everybody well. The guy said, what? He says, I trust everybody and I trust them well. He said, okay, explain. He said, a snake's going to bite, right? He said, right. So I trust that snake to bite. So if you already know the person going to bite, why are you tripping when they bite? If you already know Susie going to lie, why are you trusting Susie to tell you the truth? If Susie lied before, you know she's a pathological liar. So you just trust Susie. Now, y'all remember some years ago, uh, y'all weren't here then. <laughs> I think Doc might have been here. Some years ago, you remember, some years ago, I set one of the members up because they talked too much. So I told them something I ain't tell nobody else. By Wednesday, I got a phone call. I said, dang, it took her three days. <laughs> and she was the only one I told. And 10 people came back with the same thing. The problem was everybody believed them. I said, now you a fool. Because you already know. Loose lips sink ships. You said, what does that have to do with prayer? I don't know. I just thought I'd throw it in there. <laughs> I was thinking about trust. You know, because you got to trust. So people ask me, why you still trust people? I trust. I, I, I didn't understand it like that. I trust people where they're at. If they stab, I'm good. I was already, I'm already, I'm already good. I'm already, I'm already good. I already know what you're going to do. It's kind of like Jesus told, uh, told old boy, I said, look, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. I already know what you're going to do, though. Might we just go dip the bread in the oil, get you a little bite. Go do what you got to do, because I know my time is coming. You know what I'm saying? We ready. Let's go. Anyway. So let's go with this. So, so a covenant, and I'm still dealing with prayer. A covenant has blessings and conditions. There are promises uh, for following the covenant. There are negative consequences and there's positive consequences. If you follow the covenant, you get the positive. If you do not follow the covenant, you get the negative. You say, what does it have to do with prayer? A lot. Because there's, if you read the Old Testament, I keep trying to push y'all to it. You know I'm going back to teaching it. If you read the Old Testament, there's a particular place in there where God says, declare my word back to me. Give me back my word. I need to know that you know 
my word. So when I ask God for certain things, I pray for certain things, and I question why certain things are happening, I'm asking God, is it, am I out of time? Am I out of alignment? Or have I prayed something outside of my purpose? Because remember, you have to first of all know your purpose. Once you know your purpose, you know how to pray. I never forget one time I talked about us having ministries overseas and this particular brother thought I was talking about his girlfriend and he spent all his money trying to get a girlfriend overseas. Broke as a joke by the time she came overseas. And I tried to tell him, I said, no, that wasn't a prophetical word for you, that's, that's ministry. Now we have ministries overseas, but it wasn't for him to have a wife from overseas because he brought her back to America. So it's not really, <laughs> you feel me? That wasn't his purpose. He missed his purpose because when God blesses you, you don't get broke. Does that make sense? You don't, you don't, you don't, you, you, if you pay anything out, you're getting it back triples. That's a whole nother subject. Move on, Rev. Don't mind if I do. Uh, and, and also the terms of a covenant include what we call intervention. Here's what we mean by intervention. If the entity is in trouble and turns to God, he'll intervene on their behalf. Right. So if you're in covenant with God, we still deal with prayer. When you're in covenant with God and something happens, God steps in on your behalf. Why? Because you're in covenant with him. When you're praying for specific things and it looks like the enemy came in, all you got to do is say, God, let's go. He's intervening because he's in covenant. Matter of fact, excuse me. You ain't even got to say, God, let's go. He already gave you the power. You keep asking God to do stuff he gave you authority to do. Again, no weapon that's formed against me can prosper. It didn't say there wasn't going to be a weapon. It just says it can't prosper. Then he said, every tongue that comes against me in judgment, I condemn it. I'm a tongue-condemning motor scooter. Because I got a lot of people coming against me. Why? I'm a square peg. I don't fit in round holes. And if you notice, when you follow the crowd, you always get off and you run into the waters. Everybody, everybody, you know, years, i never forget, years ago, I said this like in the 90s, God was shifting the ministry, and I said, don't follow me too close, because I ain't been this way before. I said, so hang back a little bit, hang back a little bit, because just in case I dip, I don't need you dipping, I don't need everybody dipping. Let me, let me try to make this trip myself, just hang, hang out. But you know what I'm saying now? Full speed ahead, y'all better come on. Y'all better come, this ride ain't coming back, you better come on now, because I ain't looking back. And I've said that, I've always said that. It's different now because of Coronas. It is kind of funny. Everybody's sitting in the back, right? Because <laughs> I used to tell people, I said, you're sitting up here now, but if you're not careful, you're going to be sitting back there because you don't miss God. And somebody else going to come in and take over what you was doing because you got lax in doing what God called you to do. You missed your purpose because you wanted attaboys. I don't give attaboys. Trust me, I really don't. I'll acknowledge you, you know, but, you know, it's ministry for me. I'll acknowledge you. I'll, I'll give you anything you need. But if you think I'm going to rub your shoulder all the time, now you need to go to a masseuse. I mean, I'm happy. I, I appreciate everything everybody does. I'm going to do that. But, you know, don't, don't just think that's what you're working for. You're working for the kingdom. And if he gave you a purpose, you need to know your purpose. You need to do that. I ain't got time to be asking no question. Y'all know I'm dumb, right? I do it all. You know, I do that. My wife said, no, I ain't going to ask. I already know this ain't, I ain't got time. Because we started moving. That's why I say, nah, don't follow back here. You better be right here. Because when I turn left, you better turn left. If I go right, you better go right. If I stop, you better stop. Don't go ahead of me now. You be dumb. 
Cause when you get hit, don't I hold you? <laughs> hey, let me get. I gotta hurry up. I gotta hurry up. I gotta hurry up. So, 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 when someone's in trouble and they turn to God, He'll intervene. There are laws of prayer, and I'm getting this foundation to get to the authority. There are laws of prayer in the law of covenant. Uh, prayer is. We have to understand. Prayer is a judicial act. It's judicial. God is the judge. Jesus is the lawyer in heaven. It's judicial. Uh, prayer is a legal act. There are, there are spiritual laws that, that govern prayer. Got to always remember that. Prayer is a covenant act. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's covenant. Why? The old covenant was the old covenant was based on a blood covenant through animal sacrifice. Whew. That was hard to get out, wasn't it? The old covenant. It was based on a blood covenant through animal sacrifice. The new covenant is based on a blood covenant through the shed blood of Jesus. Whole different type of blood. That's the new covenant. So if we look at that, Abraham was able to cut covenant with God through animal sacrifice. That literally sealed the deal. That's why God put him to sleep. So God literally cut blood sacrifice with an animal and he cut covenant with himself. Because here's what a covenant means. If you break your end of the covenant, everything you have belongs to me. If I break my end, everything I have belongs to you. What do we have to give God? Nothing. So God cut covenant with himself. And God is not going to go against himself. So he put Abraham to sleep. But he still cut a blood covenant with animals. Our blood covenant is cut with Jesus. Oh, the blood. Oh, stop it. Because I'd, I'd go for real. Yeah. So, so look at prayer. As, stop it, okay. Look at, <laughs> look at prayer as a judicial act, a legal act, and a covenant act. Ten more minutes. A judicial act, a legal act, and a covenant act. And I'm, I'll be throwing the five because I'm telling you what they had that we lost, but now we've acquired it back through our accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior. Our resubmission, if you will. Our, our born-again uh, uh, experience, if you will. So in the old covenant, God was approached by men that were in covenant with him, right? In the old covenant, Abraham prayed for Abimelech and Lot's family. And what did God do? He intervened. Why? Because Abraham had covenant with God. Let me tell y'all something about Abraham. People fell to realize Abraham was a heathen. But let me tell you how awesome Abraham had to be. Because, you know, Abraham worshipped the star and the crescent. It wasn't called Islam then. His family worshipped the star and the crescent. What is it about God that caused Abraham to listen to a voice he had never heard before? Had no teachings, had no comprehension, had no understanding. All he knows is he heard this voice that said, if you leave your kinfolk and leave the God that you serve it, I'm going to give you this, this, this and this. Way ahead of prayer services or way ahead of the, the study of the word or way ahead of what I'm teaching. Let's think about it. Why does God answer prayers? Because idols don't answer. Idols don't answer prayers. You can't pray to an idol and get an answer, but you can pray to a living God and get an answer. He answers prayers so he can be glorified in your life. So people can see that there is a living God in your life. Because you've established a covenant with the living God. 
So here go Abraham who knew not God, but he heard. The Bible says he believed and God blessed him. So, so many times up until the past five years, you know, the church has taught everything. They taught you how to have sex in bed. They taught you how to dress. You had to do this. You know, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Church told you everything, how to dress, how to put on makeup, how to wear your wig, you know, how to get your weave in. They told you you couldn't do wear lockdown. They told you do tattoos. You couldn't wear makeup to church. Y'all playing with me. You could have to speak in tongues this way, and you couldn't do this. Y'all know I'm telling the truth, right? Then all of a sudden you say, well, apostle, you don't change. Yeah, because the church been lying, man. I got time to do all that. Church, I just got time now. I put them on clothes. Why don't I tell you I put on your clothes? Can't wear this, can't wear that. Ask me how many people don't like the fact that I don't wear a suit to church no more. That's not holy. <laughs> Some will wear a suit and be full of hell and hot and funky. And broke, because the monkey's called me. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, not that I won't wear one. I'm just saying. Anyway. <laughs> Moses prayed for Miriam to be healed in Numbers chapter 12. And she was healed. Why? Because he had covenant. Now, understand as I get ready to shut this down while I'm saying this. Because I wanted to do two parts tonight. I should have known I shouldn't, but then I testified. Anyway, God is good. It's all good. It all works together for his good. And, and so the amazing thing is, so we're going to deal with next week, the first two or three, four, five, seven, eight, nine parts, as far as the authority in prayer. But how do we acquire this authority back? Because they had this authority because they had covenant. Even after we lost covenant, they still understood covenant. Sometimes we don't realize the covenant that we have because we don't have that kind of relationship with God. We don't really have a personal relationship. We have a positional relationship. I like that. We look at God as a positional God, not as our father. And you say you do, but you have not because you don't do everything he says. And then when he tells you to do something, you doubt it like it's you doing it. I'm looking around. They're progressive. They're getting bad. Last prayer I bought, the doctor tried to tell me I was lying, and I could see. I said, I can't see nothing. These are supposed to be new prescriptions. You got diabetes to the now, you and the devil is a lie. I can't even spell die or be. T's either. You know what I'm saying? Just give me another doctor. I'll be all right. Why? Because I have covenant. I'm not going to accept what you tell me. You know how many times y'all accept stuff because the doctor said because they went to school? Can I pull a Deacon Gary on you? You know what they call doctors? Practitioners. <laughs> you know what they're practicing on? You. And you just listen to anything the practitioners tell you. I refuse. I'm going to go to the blood first. Anyway, move on, Rip. So, <laughs> when judgment came to Israel, Moses and Aaron stood in the gap, and a plague was stopped. Why? Because they understood their covenant. Isaiah prayed for God, not you. Isaiah prayed. <laughs> you can, though. I Isaiah prayed for God <laughs> to hold back 185,000 enemy soldiers. And the enemy soldiers died overnight. Why? Because he had covenant. Daniel interceded for God to return Israel from Babylonian captivity back to Judea and Jerusalem. Daniel chapter 9, verse 1 through 19. Not that God wasn't going to do it, but he did it because Daniel prayed. Come on, sons and daughters, boys and girls, men and women. What is it that you want God to do that you haven't declared that you can do because you feel like you're not a Republican or a Democrat? You're not in office, so I can't do anything because I'm not in office. That's a lie. Because I should be asking God, what's the purpose of this plague? 
Why is this plague here? Why did you allow it? There has to be a reason you allowed it. Right? You see all those storms that happen in the south? I'm going to pick. One of my daughters said they want to move south. They don't know the, they don't know the tornadoes and hurricanes they had down there. Ask me, do I want to go back home? Just to visit. <laughs> but then I know the neighborhoods to stay. I know where to stay anyway. Some place you just don't stay. That's like them folk, folk in the west. You're in Tornado Alley. What? And you put up a wooden house? I'm going to say this and go back to finish it. Watch all them old country folk in Florida. All of them got cinder block houses. It's only them, we call them, we call them, I forgot, there's a, we call them the northern birds or something they call northern people to move to Florida. And new money, they buy wooden houses. How you go buy a wooden house in Florida? Where tornadoes just spot up from a thunderstorm. You got wooden house? If not be for the blood, it's gone. Everybody, cinder block. I need me a block house, stucco. Need to be protected. Anyway, move on, Reb. Don't mind. Look. So I'm closing. <laughs> those of us who are born again, those of us who have our names written in the Lamb's Book of Life, those of us who are called sons and daughters of God have a covenant relationship with God. And He has promises. And if we obey Him, He gives us our promises. You say, that what does it have to do with prayer? Well, it has a lot to do with prayer because sometimes we miss our authority. We'll do that next week because we forget our covenant and we forget our covenant because we don't read the blueprint. We don't read the manual. We like to read the good stuff. We don't like to read Isaiah. We don't like to read Obadiah. We don't like to read Daniel. We don't like to read Hezekiah. We just like to read... Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But you don't understand the new till you comprehend the old. It's like I was in somebody's house today. I was somewhere today. I forgot where I went today. Ah, my neighbors, my neighbors. I went to my neighbor's house just to talk to them. And I forgot I had my hat on. And I said, oh, I apologize and took my hat off. He said, oh, no, you don't have to do that. I said, yes, I do. This is your house. I'm not supposed to wear my hat in another man's house. And the man's not supposed to wear his hat in my house because I'm the man. He said, huh? I said, yeah, my grandmama got that engraved in me. It is. My stepdaddy used to make me mad every time I come out. Boy, take that, sir. Take your hat off. She said, okay. Why? That's the old. It shows me how to respect the new. You can't do new unless you know old. Everything's foundation. So they say, they ask this question as I get ready to close. I got to get out of here. They ask me this question. So why all of a sudden you changed after 20 some years and now you're dealing with the kingdom? I said, because the law didn't teach me grace. And once I understood grace, I understood I needed to change. Once I changed, I understood that everything that you taught me was the law and caused me to be judgmental. And it really caused people to miss the fulfillment of God. Because while people were striving to get to heaven, that's not their home. They're striving to establish a kingdom. Heaven is just a stopping place. But the Bible says we'll be kings and priests over the Lamb of God or with the Lamb of God. And we'll take our glory in and out of heaven because there's a new earth and a new heaven and we'll have residence over the new earth. Yeah. 
You didn't teach me that once I accept Christ as my Lord and Savior, I'm not accepting him to go to heaven. I'm accepting him to be a part of his kingdom. And everything his kingdom have, I have. I can't do that if I'm striving to make it to heaven. Because now everything I do is wrong. That's what the law did. The law was a taskmaster that let us know we needed the grace of God. Once we fall into the grace of God, now we understand, oh, we covered it. Oh, you mean to tell me that I got this and that? You mean to tell me once I accept the Lord Jesus, I can do businesses, I can start daycares, I can have jobs, I can own property, I can walk in kingship, I can bind up and loose, I can have authority, I can cast out, what? And I don't have to wait for Dr. Wright, what? Amen. Bro, let's do this thing, man. Let's start establishing stuff. Why? Because that's kingdom. Church didn't teach you that. The church just told you how to submit. I try to teach you how to walk in your authority. You can still be an Indian and still have authority. You don't have to be the chief and have authority. You can be an Indian with authority. You just have to know how to wear your tomahawk. Put your wall paint on. Be who God called you to be. So we have covenant. Covenant sets us up for authority. We'll do that upon next week. Bless the Lord. We pray that this broadcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe to Kingdom Expectations Podcast. And also like us on our social media Facebook page at Kingdom Expectations. As always, stay blessed and be safe. God bless you.